This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. All right, you all know if you've been listening for a while that at the end of every episode, I always share three doable changes. If you haven't listened, this is part of what I do after I have a conversation with a guest, I always share three doable changes at the end. So I do this because I believe that doable changes are the key to all big changes that we want in our life. This has been a strategy I've been using for years. And if we can make change feel doable, then no matter how busy we are, we can make changes work. For ourselves. So often when we decide that we want a change, we try to take on all the parts of it at once, right? Or we take a giant leap from where we are because we're so excited about the change. But a giant leap is usually pretty unsustainable, especially when we're a woman wearing lots of hats. <laughs> so what happens is we want this change. Maybe we make a list of all the things that we're going to do if we're lucky and that informed, right? And we made it, let's even say we made this list five minutes ago, we start to feel overwhelmed or even behind, yet you just had the idea, you just had the epiphany, you just took the time to write the list, and we immediately feel behind. And from the feeling of behind, it becomes really hard to take action. And we do need to take action in order to really nurture and seed change, we do need to take action. But the thing about it is, is it doesn't have to be huge. So for years, I craved change. And I was constantly starting a million things. And I was doing them pretty half-assed until I could no longer bear it. And then I would hide, like I would literally go into hiding for whatever it was, I would hide from my body, I would hide from my work, whatever. And then I felt like, then I would repeat it, I would get really excited about something. I would, you know, try to do it half-assed until I couldn't bear it. And then I would hide again, right? And I just felt like I was in the movie Groundhog Day. Have you seen that movie? And except I wasn't learning. Well, I guess it took him a while to learn too, but I definitely wasn't learning yet. And it wasn't a Groundhog Day. I didn't feel like I was repeating the same day. I felt like I was moving forward in time and getting more and more and more behind. And I figured out that the problem was that I was just really trying to do it all at once from what I ate to how I worked on my exercise routine. And oh, that starting the day at 545, like all that morning routine hubbub that gets posted around, like I wanted that. And 
I will be honest that meditation was like a line item in my calendar, my Google calendar with alerts for years. And I would just like sleep right through it. And it tortured me until I actually made it doable in the season I was in. And that's looked different. Like it's come up as a doable change a few different times. When my kids were little, waking up at 5.45 made no sense. Because first of all, they were up at like 5.46. And so... It didn't make sense to meditate before. And so I would find a time later and then that made it doable. There was moments when it was like, I just couldn't find longer than 90 seconds. And that was what made it doable, right? So different things can show up at different times in our life and be doable in different ways. And so it's really about bringing that thinking of like, okay, I don't have to do this anyway. What like getting curious about what would make this doable for me right now. So now instead of trying to make a million changes all at once, that's the other thing, not only am I making them doable by how I'm approaching them, but I'm also making them doable by not taking on everything at once, right? So I really try to focus on one doable thing a week. And I have found that by doing this, I end up with this beautiful set of practices that are really mine, they really fit into my life. And you can do this too. You can develop new habits, new practices, getting into what we call flow around here. It doesn't have to be daunting. You can 100% make meaningful change in your life by choosing one doable step at a time, one doable change and really committing to it. And so this month in around here, we're going to be focusing on food and wellness, right? We have four categories in the flow planning method, food and wellness, lifestyle, which is home and family and travel and relationship, all those great things. Om, which is spirituality and work, which a lot of times around here is around entrepreneurship. And so I'm going to focus a lot of content around food and wellness right now, because we're going to have this event in a few weeks, if you're listening to this live called Make Time for Your Health. And I'm so excited about this. So excited to take everyone on a journey of making a plan for the fall what it looks like to be healthy, like to really prioritize that. And we're going to do it in a really doable way. Like that's the whole thing. So each day you're going to get a step. We're going to make sure that what you're taking on is doable with all the other things you have going on. I'm so excited about this. So if you're excited about that and you're listening to this before August 21st, definitely go sign up. If you're listening to this later, I have a feeling there's going to be a way to still get to this. So go look at the programming piece of our website and see if you can still access it. All right. Or look at around the podcast, because a lot of it will have to do with podcast stuff. So what I thought I'd do is tell you about just in preparation for this week that we're going to spend together. I thought I'd tell you about how a couple doable changes have unfolded in my own life. So 14 years ago, that was the beginning of this for me, I needed a doable change to get healthy. And I had gotten some advice to go raw vegan, and basically detox. And I really wanted to follow through. But that really did not feel doable because at the time I was a non-cook. I know that's not who I am now. I've like made a cookbook, but I was a non-cook. My three kids were under five. And so life was full and I worked full time, right? And so to make it doable, what I did was I decided to go all in on the raw vegan piece, right? But that could have been really complicated. So I figured out one day (laughs) and what I needed to do in one day. And I basically repeated that day every day for three months. And that made it doable for me because all I needed to learn was 
the six things I needed to do in a day. Now, every once in a while, like I would find a restaurant. I was like a big on going to New York City at that time because I was like, there was some really good restaurants there. So there was ways that I could get variety in repeating this same day, but it was pretty much the same day for three months. And that got me the food change, the health change that I was looking for. Like I could, because I could stick to it, I could stick to the methodology while feeling good and not overwhelmed. I got the transformation I was looking for. And once I was eating in a new way and I had gained a lot of health and a lot of energy, I was able to add more variety. Like that was the next doable change was I figured out how to make more food. I learned to cook, right? But if I had have tried to learn to cook before I was getting healthy, that was not doable for me at that time 14 years ago. So that's an example of a change that has lasted a very long time. But the only reason it lasted is because I really figured out how to make it doable. And I wanted to share that one because that was a pretty drastic, big sounding change. So I had to ask myself a lot of questions about how I could make that change doable. So three years ago, giving up alcohol was a doable change one week. And I just decided like, I'm going to try one week of not drinking in any circumstances. And of course, it ended up being the week where there was some tempting scenarios, right? I think my husband had his like work party. It was around the holiday time. So there was a work party where I 100% felt awkward because I was using drinks to feel more comfortable socially. And I would have totally in that week that was also very long because it had a lot of things. It was a week where traditionally I would have ended with a glass of wine. And I remember also that week that my husband, who doesn't actually always drink, I remember he like opened a cider and was like, here, have some. And it's like, ugh, right? So the change for me that week was really about riding the wave of discomfort when the temptation arose to do this other thing, which I had you know, I wasn't drinking a lot before this, but I was definitely not drinking intentionally. And so that was the doable change that week was really about being with discomfort more so than it was actually about the alcohol. And then the second week, I chose to keep going, right? So this one took me a little longer than a week. So maybe sometimes what I do is I'll like alternate between health ones and work ones, you know, because there's a lot of categories. I'm talking health today, but I'm often doing a doable change each week in the different categories of flow. And so the second week, I might have chosen a work one, and then I stayed focused. And I had not made the choice not to drink ever. But I wanted to see what I could do with the discomfort, what I could turn it into. And sometimes deciding to make a change for a smaller window, like a week, which is often what I commit to when I'm making a doable change, that smaller window makes the change feel possible. And then you can choose it again and again if you choose to, right? So it just so happens that three years later, I still have chosen not to like weave alcohol back in. Am I always going to be this way? I'm not 100% sure, but I did make it doable enough that it has been a sustaining change. All right, here's a more recent one. 114 days ago, I made a commitment to do Qigong every day. I don't know if you've heard of that. If not, Google it, okay? And you can see the spelling in the show notes. And I made a doable change by, I just decided there was someone recommended it and I was really pulled towards this idea. It's one of my own accountability buddies and he was doing it on a daily basis. And he had already gotten to 100 days and had changed so many things. And I became really inspired and realized I had heard about this practice for many years, and I wanted to try it. And so 
I asked a bunch of people like how to get into it and all the routes seemed really complicated. But one day I Googled this YouTube video and I found one that I really liked and I put it in my playlist and I just started doing it every day. And it just like, it felt so great to my body. It felt great to my soul. So I've done it almost every day since. A few weeks ago, I went on a family vacation and I could not find the space to do it. And the truth is that I really couldn't find a quiet space with an internet connection. And so I got like conscious about people coming in, right? So this week, my doable change is to practice outside without a computer. So I have that as a tool too. So things can come in and out as doable changes because we might have to make the same thing feel doable again. And also I could decide to release it, right? With the alcohol, with the Qigong, with anything. At some point I released being raw vegan. I still eat gluten-free and dairy-free and always wondering what the most optimal foods are for my health, but I release that way of eating, right? So by actually doing the thing we said we wanted to do in a doable way, then we can also decide that something doesn't work for us. And when we try to do that in our head without taking the action, it can really torture us in a different way and make it harder to take action in other areas. So I think that's all I have to say about Qigong. <laughs> and I'm just really committed, I think, now to that practice and what it would look like if there was 100 more days because I missed the couple days that I didn't do it. And I also wonder like how to make it doable and how that practice can become almost like looser and more flexible. So I'm hoping that by focusing on how to do it outside and not need an internet connection, like that the doable thing of having that one YouTube video served me. And now I'm wondering if I have like the muscle and mind memory to do that on my own. All right, so sometimes a doable change is finite. Right When we had Jada Selner on the show not too long ago, one of the doable changes we shared at the end of the episode, because remember I share them at the end of every episode, one of the ones that really resonated with me was to make a self-care menu. It was a small step that I could take, that you could take toward really aligned self-care in my current season. And this was a step that was 100% doable in a week and then it was done, right? So a similar doable change that was Jill Avey's suggestion was to make a don'ts list. So that's another example. All you need to do is make time in a list to do that doable change and then you have it, right? So making a list, like both of those are examples of lists, could happen in a week. Other finite doable changes are, you know, getting out in nature during the week or making a stress list or have a moon ceremony or get better roasting pans, right? These are all doable changes that affect something but they're finite. You make them happen and then they're done. And then you fit them into your week. You figure out how to fit them into your week and then you move on, okay? There's also doable changes, kind of like Qigong, I started sharing that, that I always come back to. Example of that for me, for sure, is hydration. Meditation has been one that I currently am pretty excited about my practice, but it's been one that has come back a lot over the years. Regular social media posting, exercise, exercises on my list for coming up. I just feel like I encounter obstacles like seasonal changes, you know, or sometimes I change, right? So 
I change and it needs to look different in order to be doable. And I need to figure out how to make the same thing doable again, even if I felt a pretty good habit before, right? And so my brain tries to tell me that I should not need to focus on this thing again. But when I take the time to make it doable in my current season, the change feels like so much less effort, right? So I could berate myself and beat myself up all day about how I didn't have water. But I actually, this is a good example, like a few years ago, my doable change around water involved like marking a cup or filling a container and pouring it into a cup. It was like there was something about glass that was really important. But just the other week, I actually decided to buy one of those big half gallon containers that you can drink out of and just make it even easier when I'm on the go, when I'm at home, no matter where I am to track my water over the course of the day and really challenge myself to finish, right? So the great thing about doable changes is they work for whatever kind of change you want. So if you're not sure like where to go with this, start with how you want to feel and what might start to help you feel that way next week. And then ask yourself the question, how can I make this doable? Right? So let's say you're not happy with what you want to eat. Well, instead of like saying, okay, that means I have to meal plan, clean out the fridge, buy all new food, blah, 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 all the things like What could I do that's doable next week to improve my food and what I'm eating? So we have a huge collection of doable changes like throughout all the podcasts. And you can listen to any podcast and get those three doable changes, any interview podcast and get the three doable changes at the end. And we also recently updated, we had this whole opt-in that used to run for years, something that you could just go give us your email address and get this PDF with 101 ideas. And I haven't shared it in a few years because it was really focused on the plan simple meals days. But we just recently updated it and made a planning sheet so that you have this sheet that you can fill out at the beginning of a week and really talk you through how to make anything any change doable, whether it's around health and wellness, we just happen to be focusing on this week or lifestyle or spirituality or work. So I'm super excited about that. So you can go to the show notes and you can figure out how to sign up for our upcoming event. You can download that planning packet with all these ideas and the planning sheets. And I'm just really excited for you to get started and really understand how you can make something that's feeling daunting and hard right now way more doable. All right. Come talk about this with us. Shoot us an email anytime. Come share on Instagram, whatever works for you. But let us know if we can support you in any way. Often, like, I mean, I feel like what we do in our programming, you know, when people pay us and come into Flow 365, often what we're doing is we're talking through how to make things more doable. So I don't want you to ever feel like this process, it is really simple, but it's not always easy to make change. So we want to simplify. We want to ask really good clarifying questions so that we can make things doable. And if you're somebody who hasn't put yourself first, putting yourself first in a very doable way still might feel hard sometimes. And then you start to feel like you start to figure out what to what needs focus in order to really be there for yourself. All right. That's what I got for today. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. And by the way, it is an amazing one in this topic of health and wellness. Like I'm so excited about it. And I'm literally going to implement everything that's shared by Dr. Anthony. It's such a good episode. And... 
catching myself because I want to do it so badly and I'm going to have to go make it doable. So I will see you on that episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart and have a great day. 